Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. As always, please beware of spoilers. Otherwise, you may find out that Mae West has a thing for innuendo. <gasps> That's right. This week, we're all looking back at the golden age of Hollywood, but with a special attention to the broads, the dames, the tomatoes. I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and with me is my wonderful associate and friend. She's got Betty Davis eyes, Sonia Stanger. Well, hello there. <laughs> and whatever happened to baby Jeremy Legui? He's here. He's <laughs> right here. Welcome back, you two. He's looking better. He's looking better. Since he drove your car into his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, hijinks. Or did you? Well... This is what <laughs> More spoiler alerts right off the bat. How's it going, you guys? It's good. Good. You know, uh, being an adult is hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, frankly, we're all sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. What's our alternative? <laughs> adult baby. <laughs> I think I'm going to become a member of the adult baby community. Well, wait, are is that a thing? Is it real? Yeah. Oh, there's a full, like... Oh series not only that there is a segment of that community called adult teen babies i don't even yeah, know what that would that be work? I'm not, you know what i don't know you can Nor just do put I want three to. ages together in a title and call it a thing i think that's although if i were to identify a certain way it would be like toddler elderly do, woman do they have like hmm. pageants you know like mm. miss supreme teen baby <laughs> oh God! I hope not, because I think it might be a sex thing. <laughs> oh, oh. Supreme Teen Baby, listeners, uh, oh, those God. who are brave, enlighten us. Um, or don't. Yeah, please don't. Maybe. Don't Google it. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Can you guys safe let's, search on? Let's yeah. get back to these. Oh. What's the show about again? Let's yeah. get back to the body actresses that I would like to talk about. Body yaddy Body yaddy yaddies. Okay, what qualities must an actress? have to be considered to be abroad in your minds and also i'm using this term i don't know if people are offended by it but i'm it's like a specific type of actress <laughs> in like that time frame of just like yeah yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was trying to think about it today and i did a little bit of a deep dive into the word broad mm-hmm. because i realized that i didn't know where it came from and what i learned is that yeah it was a highly controversial word for a long time and as late as 1972 Women's libbers were uh, protesting its use, and they compared it to the N-word. Oh. Which libbers. I feel is not correct. Ah. Not to, no, I'm going to say no to that. Yeah, no, I think that's a, an, an okay line to draw. It's a no for me. <laughs> uh, here, so libbers. people feel strongly about it, but um, it did come into wide use to just be synonymous for woman in the early 30s. Do you know, like, who started, why? Well, it's first recorded use in that way as just sort of a flippant way to say lady was in guys and dolls in 1933 oh, really? i think oh oh that's um, later than i expected. Yeah. yeah but until then from sort of the like late 1800s till then mm-hmm. it had associations with loose women oh women of loose morals so it didn't necessarily explicitly denote a sex worker but it was like a, you know mm-hmm. a lady which i think plays into who we think of as broads because I kind of think it's any woman who, I mean, there are very specific people I have in mind. Your Mae Wests, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, your Betty Davis mm-hmm. when she's being extra devilish. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I think it's a woman who threatens the, the feminine, the, 
definition of like docile femininity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of masculine in a way. Oh, yeah. And she's powerful. Especially she's, she's, she's like sexual. Movie. She's abrasive. Yeah. yeah. And she, but she's like always a wisecracker. Mm-hmm. But also completely self-assured. Yeah. All these, these gals that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, infinitely quotable, as I found oh, out as mm-hmm. when I was reaching. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that you, you did pick that word because it is kind of like also you could see them using it to sort of sexualize everything, mm-hmm. right? Even all, you know, well, they've always done it, but mm-hmm. oh, you know, get these broads and in here, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I also feel to a- answer your question, Sean, mm-hmm. um, all of these ladies, I think, can actually act. And yeah. I think that they can take it from minus 10 to 10 in an instant. I might have uh, a disagreement with you. Really? About, uh, Mae West? <laughs> a, a little gal named Mae West. <laughs> it laid on me. <laughs> okay, so I watched, um, I don't have a lot of familiar, familiarity with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched um, a movie called I'm No Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the star of it. It's from, uh, I think, like, early 30s. I think 33 or 34. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the very inception of this word, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, she is a, she's a lion tamer. <laughs> she <laughs> plays opposite Cary Grant. A young <laughs> A Cary young, Grant too. gorgeous Cary Grant. He's Ooh, like prime, he's 29. <laughs> and actually a there's drama. 29 year old. But he looks, he looks 14. <laughs> there's compared drama to the Cary Grant she's, she's 40. Yeah, he's 29. She, um, there's drama because he, is famously annoyed because she constantly takes credit for discovering him <laughs> <laughs> and for his career. What is, that must be so hard for him. What is, what is, what is, what, if she's like, a lion tamer, what is he? He is like um, her... She is a very uh, sexy lady that people are falling hands over heels with. Uh-huh. Hands, hands over, over heels Hands with. over heels. <laughs> anyway, so... Hands um, over heels here. He is, he is a man's lawyer who um, she has, like, enticed this guy, and he has a girlfriend. So then his lawyer goes over to be, like, to convince her to call it off. And then he takes puts eyes on her and immediately <laughs> falls straight in love this with is, her as well. I think every movie Mae West has ever made, every man is in love with her. Yeah. This is what... She's, like, the, a lesson in the power of confidence. I actually, Yes. She... <laughs> so she, like... She gives everyone lines about just everyone just yells constantly about how elegant and ladylike she is the (laughs) entire time while she literally is like walking like a linebacker like her strut is so just like and her singing is very just loud and i think okay audacious sorry finish your thought and then i have a thought that's parallel to this and then she just like her voice is um just like a slurry of like sexy noises she just will be like Oh, oh, like just like cameras just on her, and she just is like, I should be doing something, okay? Yeah. And like, it's just a running dialogue of her just being like, Oh, Penny, for your thoughts. Wow, oh, you got me. Oh, and when she's lion taming, she is like, <laughs> she's like, Come on, what's the matter with you? Get up there, come on. And to like, the lions? She's like doing. The, yeah, she's talking to the lions. She gives the laziest, like unshowmanly, like <laughs> whip snaps to like, get these lions up. I was laughing so hard. She's so funny. Yeah. So I watched uh, 1933's She Done Him Wrong, <laughs> which is a great title. Yeah, that's, so. That seems so modern. Um, which is Mae West in, uh, in her finest. Of course, yeah. Um, also with a young Cary Grant. Young. Yeah. But like he seems so young in comparison. Young 35-year-old. Um, she... 
this is like this is like sort of pre-code. Like it's the the Hayes Code, which we discussed on last week's episode. If you'd like a bit of a primer on that, because goodness knows we are the most educated people mm-hmm. on yes, the course. matter. Absolutely. Um. So it's like full on. I think I honestly think that some of the that these films are like what the made the Hayes Code. I think like oh, they yeah. made it oh, for we her. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta get this thing up and coming because she's like pretty much explicitly a sex worker in this one. Um, and she done him wrong. It's set in the gay nineties, which I just learned <laughs> is a thing. Um, which is like things about the eighteen nineties. Oh. <laughs> and it's got kind of westerny. It's very like it like not a futuristic <laughs> film, Jeremy. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that's totally what I thought. I know. Low like, rise jeans, banana flips. <laughs> How everything. do they know? <laughs> Chunky highlights. Yeah. Um, no, apparently back in the day, the original nostalgia was for like old timey western times, aka the gay nineties. Yeah. So oh. the. The title card for She Done Him Wrong. <laughs> I just want to read this because it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I started reading it. I'm, I'm already looking up the title card to um, read it along with you. It introduces you and, and says, The Gay 90s. When they did such things and they said such things on the Bowery. A lusty, brawling, florid decade when there were handlebars on lip and wheel and legs were confidential. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's really amazing. introduction to the film. What do you mean and legs are confidential? Legs are confidential. Like they don't tell who's between them or you They're can't no, see you them? can't see them. Oh. They're secret. <laughs> no one knows about them. What's up with these it's legs? It's confidential. Eyes only. Wow. Like, it doesn't even bear summarizing this film. It just is everyone's in love with Mae West. And <laughs> then some weird racist stuff happens. Um, but she's truly phenomenal. But my theory, Sean, is... I think she's a bit of a hangover from vaudeville, mm-hmm. and she's like really hangover is the right word. <laughs> I think is that how people sang in vaudeville a little bit? Just open your mouth and let like, it kind of flow out, warbling <laughs> and. You're doing four shows a night, and each one has to be different. So and each note has to fill a room. <laughs> and like I don't know if uh, I'm no angel. She's no angel. I'm no angel. I'm no angel. I don't know if that one had other musical numbers. But she done him wrong, did. And I was like, is this how singing was in the Victorian era? <laughs> because it was just this man with a large mustache, basically singing barber, Barbershop Quartet, but alone. Oh, so And far. it wasn't good. Barbershop solo. <laughs> it's so... Maybe the sound equipment oh was gosh. not great. Anyway, that's not the most interesting thing about Mae West. Ugh. I'm obsessed with her. I also am, too, because also in the film I watched, she received soul story and screenplay credit yes and so i'm i feel like she was a real hustler she wrote many of her own Mm -hmm. lines in basically everything she did and so and also that in my movie there were so many situations where a character would say something to her and she would reply and then they'd say the same thing that they just said Mm -hmm. and she would reply with like i feel like she just made a situation where she's like i've got like three great jokes here (laughs) and i'm just gonna like you can just keep asking me and i'll keep giving you a different one it's so good it was amazing also her powerful sexual agency is what i'll call it i is like what makes her the definition of a broad in my mind like there's this element of danger to her. She like she's a threat. She's she's the one doing the seducing. She's always the one doing the action. And I feel like in that way she is like embracing she's like taking on this masculine role 
and it totally turns she is everything upside down. The aggressor constantly. Also, her eyebrows. Oh, her eyebrows are ridiculous. Wild. Um, she, in in a good or bad way? Oh, not a good way. Okay. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on with that makeup. Yeah. Um, so I also found it unlikely that she was like such a big box office attraction. I know. Like I didn't really think that that was what would be going on, but then I read a little more into it and. Apparently, a depression era audience really responded to mm-hmm. this like fantasy rise of a a gal from the wrong side of the tracks, making it making it big and like saying things you're not supposed to say. Yeah, and she's like like the thing that just struck me is she's not someone who could be a movie star in 2019. No, the same no. way she was. No, she's like very curvaceous. I would go so far as to call her plump. Oh yeah, she looks kind of old. She's old. Mm-hmm. She's old. Like she like looks her, old. Her early she looks films, a bit she's haggard. in her forties. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not beautiful, but she is magnetic. Like you mm-hmm. cannot take your eyes yeah. off her. And it is. It's this thing where she convinces you that she's she's giving you everything. She just makes everyone say that she's everything, and you're like. You're I right. am, I'm you living are. for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm fascinated by her, yeah. and also just the wit and the. Yeah, the wit is good. Oh, full Oscar Wilde realness. Uh, I also, she puts her hand in a lion's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> of course she does. Yeah. Uh, I also think there's something about like the whole anti-chaplain thing, mm. because to, you know I think the reason that they talked a lot because they all kind of do it is because sand was new mm. and you really got to leverage this new technology. So, yo, I'm going to sing and make some noise with my mouth for the 90 minutes or hour. That it's this important movie. that we use yeah. every bit of a C. She must have just been a major, like, cabaret gal. Mm-hmm. And then when they when the sound happened, they were like, get this, get this woman on screen. <laughs> we need someone loud who knows what they're doing. And she just rolled on in. Yeah. And she can work a camera, I'll L- tell you what. Like, Likely wow. with a tickle trunk and a bunch <laughs> of ideas. Oh. I read online today, and I was going to delve deeper, and I was like, no, I don't want to know more. <laughs> Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. Inventor of grape juice. As, For real. <laughs> as recently as 2013, said that she believed, believes, believed? Is she Is alive? She alive? <laughs> believed know. that Mae West was a man. <laughs> okay, Wasn't Raquel. fully a drag queen. And I'm like, there are some pretty explicit nude photos of her from early times, but, I mean, we don't know. Well, maybe she was a trans woman. Well, okay, so I I don't think so. I was thinking about the idea if there are are any modern day broads, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like not a ton, like a like a your Bette Midler or something, Mm -hmm. like. But also, she's an older lady. Mm -hmm. But there's not really. And then I started wondering if like drag queens just sort of fit in. Yeah, uh, maybe drag queens are just our broads. They're just like, you can't say that and do that. Are, mm. Okay, this is a tangent, but I'm fine to go out on this this quick one. Are are the drag queen movies coming? Like, Are we like three years away well, from... They've been coming, from, just from we haven't been watching them. Have they? They're not great. There's yeah. like Hurricane, Hurricane Bianca, Bianca 1 and 2. Sooks. so bad. The, are those movies? Yeah. Movies oh, I Netflix. thought it was like a... A show? A, yeah. I well, it was like a something. she uses branding very well. She, I think <laughs> everything is Hurricane Bianca. But also like... Shangela and Willem were in A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. As themselves? Yeah. Uh, well, not as themselves. It well, as like, drag queens, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was fleeting, right? Yeah, they were just working at the bar that she said yeah. Olivia Amorose in. Right. And apparently they improved. Yeah, I don't so. believe it. Um, 
but yeah, I feel like that is. I mean, right now it's the thing where every queen off RuPaul's Drag Race makes an album. I feel we, there will come a time when they all make a mm. movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, it's... modern broad. Uh, do you think Kate Blanchett is a bit of a broad? <gasps> you know, that's a great idea. Thank I you. I feel like Kate Blanchett is a broad, and it's a bit of that masculine energy, and also in a little way like Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm so with you. Cardi B is abroad, and she has that same thing where you're like, she you're tells like, I you how. Look away from yeah. you, and you constantly speaking. I'm just gonna sit quietly isms. over here and quickly learn who Cardi B is. Oh my Ooh, good gracious, no, Jeremy! Dad. Yeah. Um, you hair, gotta uh, get you gotta get up on this stuff before uh, your child is a, a teenager. Hair, a hairdresser tried to, uh, to to explain to me once, but Who's the haircut the, just wasn't long enough. Who's a hairdresser? <laughs> they got sport clips. Sport clips? You yeah. do not go to sport clips. It's the closest place to my house. Do they give you a beer? Do you watch? I heard that. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what games we do you do watch? <laughs> what if it's the off season? <laughs> it's always it's always cricket matches. It's always just soccer. And I always ask. I don't watch sports. I always ask them if they care about this, and they always say that after you work there for a year, it just turns into static noise. And after you work there for two years, you ju- it, like it just you don't even notice it's there. But when you're at home alone, you'll hear it. Like you'll just hear like the sportscasters continue to talk. Oh my god! And the, the hits of baseballs and whatnot. These sport clip barbers need some help. Let's they make need- a movie about this. If you were just walking around your house hearing the constant chatter. <laughs> He's going for the goal. It's a goal. I'm at home, my I'm at home alone right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's scary. Broads anyway, anyway actresses. Back, to, back to the broads. Broads and actresses. Yeah. Um. Did we cover it all? I think. I feel like we we got into May. Transgressive. They're transgressive. They're transgressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of more. Um, modern day ones, but uh, they'll come to us. Listeners, if you have one that you think is a great, send us a message. Yeah. Is Goldie Hawn a bit of a broad? Yeah. Uh, Not that she's modern day. Is she? She blends a bit of ingenue in there, I think. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. She's just very sassy. I think mm-hmm. it's easy. And I think the definitions are kind of amorphous. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's tricky to like pin it down sometimes. But I do feel like the more modern we get, the more it would fall off. Mm. Like I was, I was contemplating, uh, what's her name, Turner, Kathleen Turner. Yes. Oh, you know, is she in this? Because she's kind of late to the party. Yeah. But she's totally one of them. Oh, and right? she just did oh, a very sure. salacious tell-all interview. Oh, it was very broad, like just like a no holds barred thing. Oh, I, f- I sh- should look that up again. Let's look it up. In I the remember being very interesting. Yeah. I feel like one of the things is is a lot of these actresses maybe weren't as much when they were younger. But as they got older, mm-hmm. the broad levels increased. increased. Like someone like Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, yeah. It was always there. But like older Elizabeth Taylor, you're like, mm-hmm. oh. Or like Lauren Bacall. As she got older, I'm like, oh, she got sassier. Yeah. But I do feel like these sort of wave two ladies mm-hmm. who like saw that that was a career path and a brand yeah. to like latch on to really took it further. Right. Like, mm. like. I don't know. On my list, I have Marlene Dietrich, mm-hmm. uh, who I think is an amazing actress mm-hmm. and is my favorite. And a major B.A. person. Oh, yeah. She, like, had a a plan to assassinate Hitler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, like, ready I mean, to do Who that. wouldn't in those days, right? Well, a lot of people. <laughs> Honestly, Jeremy, you'd be surprised. I, <laughs> I don't know that I would. Um, but, uh, 
you know, she, I feel like, is more of a hardcore actress, quote-unquote, mm. versus, like, someone like Elizabeth Taylor, who just became so much about celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, when you look at the pair of them, you can see the sort of wave of it happen, but they are different. Well, there was a novelty, right? Yeah. Like, Marlena Dietrich, Dietrich would be, like, the beginning of this. Yes, the beginning absolutely. of film celebrity. Yeah. So I think some of it, too, is just, yeah, what was possible, mm-hmm. what happened. And not to mention the fact that behind all of these women, there are 20 men in a boardroom planning every inch of their lives, mm. like who they'll marry for the fifth time and or s- divorce. And, and, like, ruining their lives Oh, yeah, it's so completely awful. Like, that's the part I was like, do we get into how sad so many of these but people's lives this were? This is what's kind of awesome about Mae West, is that she lived until 1980. I know. After being born in, like, 1895. <laughs> like, she fully, like, I also kind of imagine all of the blonde young actresses that were just, like, crushed beneath the wheel of Hollywood. And mm-hmm. she was like, I live a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, like, avoided that because she was, like, early enough. Mm-hmm. Or later in her life, maybe? Yeah, like, but- she was early enough in the in the machine of it yeah right of like the even the studio system and late enough in her life whereas mm-hmm. someone like jean harlow like was i think married at like 16 like yeah. it just and they all have stories like that mm-hmm. yeah karina longworth <laughs> i was just gonna say did that the dead bl- blonde the, the dead blonde series and each she just picked <laughs> sort of like 12 crazy stories about a dead blonde actress that Hollywood is crushed, and all of them are insane. Just like <laughs> someone threw themselves off to the, their suicide off the H on the Hollywood sign, or like people die of diseases from the concoction that they use to <laughs> dye their hair blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. All of these insanely scary celebrities. Well, things. I feel like we should talk about Hedy Lamarr, who mm-hmm. quit. Yeah. Because it was so ridiculous, and then fun fact went on to make torpedo guidance systems for World War Two. Yeah. Submarines, she- which is mind blowing. But like, I just think it's. It's so understandable how someone would be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this for a living. Like, this is not something I want to participate in. Mm-hmm. And then just like, because she did it for a while. Yeah. Like, a long time. <laughs> a few of them, I think, who had, who like, had the most staying power, which is interesting, were mm-hmm. not primarily American. True. Like, there her, were a lot. Of, yeah, there was a lot Marlena of Marlena Dietrich, Garbo, mm-hmm. Bac- um, not Bacall. I always get Lauren Bacall and um, Ingrid Bergman mixed up, which is oh, so yeah. inexcusable. It's completely Sophia inexcusable. Loren, even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who I think is abroad. Do you guys think she is? Yeah. yeah she was born on my birthday. Was she? Oh, yeah. How fabulous. I know. God, she is. She's actually, okay, fun fact Sophia Loren is one of the people who made me realize I was queer. Really? I watched this movie with her. When you were hanging out with her? Yeah, we were hanging out. She was like, like, girl, do you think the gender binary is pretty silly? And I was like, gosh, do I? Sophia, let's (laughs) talk about it. What what was the movie? I'm just attracted to all people. I can't remember what it's called. Grand old men. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's her and Cary Grant, actually. Um, He is a He's everywhere. (laughs) He's he's forever. He pops up everywhere. Um, Where she's his, like, nanny, and they're on some beach. I think in like Long Island, and she's wearing one. Of, she's wearing like a sixties, not sixties, like a forties, fifties bikini, and anyway, oh, very structured. We can talk about that later. <laughs> like, a, like his legitimate nanny. I think she's the nanny. She but was there's his nanny. An affair, I think. Oh my! His children's. Oh, okay. I'm doing really houseboat. 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 Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. She's gorgeous in it. So. Greta Gorgeous. Sophia Gorgeous. Yeah, Greta Gorgeous. Anyway. 
Broads. Um, you like them. Yeah. And I also, so, <laughs> um, I watched, um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. As did I. Which included two, uh, two broads, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Oh. Um, Both just doing so much. And Betty Davis is maybe the broader of the broads. For sure. She is like, as I was looking her up, just quotes were flying at me. She, first of all, she said about Joan Crawford that she went pee on her. This is mm. for radio. If she was on fire and she spread a, ru- a rumor that Joan Crawford had slept with every male star at MGM except Lassie. <laughs> um, and then she said... Gay liberation? I ain't against it. It's just that there's nothing in it for me. <laughs> and then her last one that I thought was funny that relates to this is, if you want a thing well done, get a couple old bras to do it. Oh, there it is. Well, that could be the the Sean motto. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a thing to get tattooed across your chest, I think that may be it. I might. That's a great idea. You should do it. I should get some... With her face. (laughs) Her face from Baby Jane, specifically. Oh, my God. She did her own makeup for that, also. Did she? Yeah. It is wild. Have you seen Jeremy? Uh, I have seen it a long time ago. Uh, But I I looked up some pictures, and it really just brought me back to how much they did and how loud they got. Oh, my God. (laughs) Betty Davis is, like, wild and unhinged and does so good. But also, I was Joan Crawford is actually very powerful and mm. restrained, and I thought she also did a very good job. I feel like they offset each other nicely in this film. Yeah. Um, also, the da- her song, "The Letter to Daddy," <laughs> is the most disturbing. I can't and get it out of my head. I meet you. I'm just like. I'm writing a letter to Daddy. <laughs> it's so weird. He's dead. Is the song is about the dad being dead, and she's writing a letter to heaven. I'll, and when she I'll performs, it to heaven above. He's <laughs> like, I don't use a stamp. I sealed it with a kiss. <laughs> and then when she's performing it as a small child. They have this stage effect where the letter's on a wire and it goes up into, it the, <laughs> into the roof. <laughs> to heaven. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Come on. <laughs> but then also it was like her terrible life as a child star that yeah. made her go insane and she abuse her very reflexive, <laughs> yes. sister. Oh my god, that is a costume that like I want to do that routine in that costume <laughs> for something. <laughs> I want you to. I would love those bouncy little pigtails. Also, I didn't really understand. I know that we're getting close to break, but Joan Crawford is stuck in her room. Her sister's mm-hmm. stuck sticks her there. Mm-hmm. Um, and not once does she have. She has an open window that she sees her neighbors constantly. She never yells for help. She just she tries to she at doesn't one point. Yell. Yes, she, she just does. throws out a note. No, because she's going to yell, and the girl next door is listening to music too loud. Oh. So she tries to yell, and they can't hear her. That's why she writes that note, mm. which Betty Davis then finds, and things really Ugh. break back um, from there. And then even after she was served uh, both a bird and a rat, um, <laughs> she still wouldn't yell for help when there was a man I know. in her house, and she was looking at him, and she couldn't yell. <laughs> it was so annoying. Was, I know. <laughs> I'm like you're Just really in a pickle here, Joan. You got it. You know, Sean. And um, I don't mean to victim. I was just going to say, victim mentality is a highly complex thing. No, I agree. I agree. Also, the twist at the end is like maybe she wasn't so sane after all. Yeah, the twist is a twist. I saw it coming. I didn't actually, even though it's probably famous. A famous. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think, and I'm like, oh, I'm so clever. Uh, I had read about it in school, and then we watched it. So there was not a, there was no, not a surprise. At there was all. no, there was no <gasps> moment at all. 
Um, well, I think it's time now to listen to a word from our sponsors. Straighten your hat pin and adjust your shoulder pads, because we'll be back talking more Hollywood Dame movies with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 CJTR-FM, Regina Community Radio. Oh, hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonia Stanger, and Jeremy LeClee. <laughs> Oh, I like, forgot we were on the radio. I fully zoned out like a he was staring. I'm sorry I kicked you. Yeah, well, it was necessary. <laughs> um, we're going to be back talking more films uh, about uh, Hollywood dames, but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. <gasps> it's game time. Wow, 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 wow. see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my way well, hey. I know a game we could play. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Well, okay, that was a bit too real for me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally all week hunting down a movie that these two have not seen. It's tough work. Yes. Slightly related to our topic. Then I tell them the title of the movie. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good chuckle, and then we continue on with our day. Mm. You got, y'all ready to play the game? Yes. <gasps> you betcha, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the year. <laughs> Okay. 1940, The Letter. The Letter. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's up? Um, uh, my film stars a, uh, well, it's about um, a high school student. Um, she's a, a body gal, of course, mm-hmm. kind of a social pariah, because um, everyone thinks that she's too, a bit of a whooping up girl, <gasps> but she um, she's decided to change her spots and she wants to get so, a Letterman sweater and become like a preppy kid. So then she tries out for a bunch of sports teams. She tri- pl- tries to get a chess letter. She does all of these things mm-hmm. to try to finagle her way to being um, a, a prep student. Yeah. And she's played by... Woman. Marlena Dietrich. <laughs> it's kind of that's a, a twist. That's kind of a reverse uh, Scarlet Letter. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, all right. The letter. A young girl with bouncy pigtails oh. writes a that's letter. familiar. Writes a letter to Daddy. <laughs> and unfortunately, Daddy is in heaven. Oh, no. You know, the depression just happened. It's hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, however, unfortunately, the letter gets misdelivered in heaven. And um, the the angel that gets it is a crotchety older lady mm-hmm. um, played by... With a big shelf. With mm-hmm. a large shelf. Uh, played by none other than Betty Davis. Oh. And she begrudgingly decides she's going to go down and be the guardian angel for this little girl. Whoa. And hijinks ensue. Yeah. Well, folks, we got a we got a first time on spoiler alert here. (laughs) Shut. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Betty Davis is in this movie. (laughs) So huge points for that. Everything else was way off. I was like, Um, that is the plot. You guys! <laughs> it's in my head. It's freaking me out. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so the letter, as I said, 1940, mm-hmm. uh, starring Betty Davis, has one of the most killer openings of any of these movies, followed by a pretty mediocre movie. <laughs> cool. Anyway, it starts with Betty Davis with a gun, just pumping bullets into this guy on a porch in Singapore on a plantation. Whoa. And everyone's running Whoa. out, and she is just unloading this gun. 
And I even think they put too many bullets. Like she's just bang, 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 bang. bang. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's a sick uh, anyway, it's probably one of the greatest moments of her acting career. Like it was in the highlight reel for sure. Anyway. Wow. Um, what follows is sort of a, 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 a copish drama about these gentlemen in Sing Singapore trying to figure out why she shot this man. And, uh, she claims it's because he was uh, attempting to do something mm. untoward. However, it comes it comes out that there's a letter, <gasps> and in the letter she wrote to the man that she shot, bidding him to come over that night because her husband was busy. What anyway, a twist. If, if the letter gets found out, so it's kind of about this lawyer who tries to get the letter, and then he does get the letter, and there's an ex-wife, and there's a lot of. Uh, racist characters because mm. it's in Singapore. Oh, boy. And uh, for re some reason, a lot of, I think, like, Chinese stereotypes, which just doesn't how make any sense. How many times does that little... Bang, ba -ba bang, ba bang, ba bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how many times do you hear the little, like, do 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 Am I wrong? I think it's just once in the trailer. It's mm. it's it's a pretty sort of slow-paced <laughs> thing. I don't know. I Maybe. feel like that's a little, like, dog whistle for <laughs> racism is about to happen. <laughs> you hear that, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Orientalism. If anybody, uh, if anybody wants to watch this movie and let let us know if there's any, what do you call that? The sting? Yeah, <laughs> it's know. like it's a like, sting for racism. Yeah. Then, uh, anyway, um, there's kind of a twist at the end, and uh, there's a few more murders. Oh, um, But it's pretty good. It's also kind of slow. Mm. But it's only a 95 minute film, so. Anyway, oh. the letter. Brisk. Yeah. Sonia, you get point two five points. Yes. Thank you, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. um, have you been keeping tabs this whole time? I have. And what are our... <laughs> yeah, what are his points? Are Negative 1,000? <laughs> You're at point two five to zero. I think Sean got it right one time. I do think there... Yeah, I think so there's So you might another. have five points. I, well, I had a brush, no. probably. A five brush points for a right answer? No way. One yeah. point for a right answer. Why do I get two and a half? Point two five. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have an English degree. <laughs> Um, it's for writing, you. not for hearing. Thank you to Regina Public Library for yes, the funding you. of that. <laughs> thank you for discussion thank on points and Orientalism. Yeah, and Orientalism. Thanks for thanks for writing this train. <laughs> well, <laughs> fell asleep at the wheel once. Yeah, we go. It's not well, going to happen. Never let it happen again. No. Um, okay. Also, what's up with that voice? Do you know what I mean? It's like the forties or like the, yeah, thirties, forties. A broad voice. Sean, that's acting. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, that's I kind of that think that's what it was. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right, you ready to do this scene? Yeah, okay. And then they just did it. It's like... I feel like that's how Mae West talked all the time, though. Really? Oh my she God. might not have been so? trained in the oh. art of theater. <laughs> oh, she was, but, classically. But I did oh. think it was like a vaudeville thing. You know, they, they Yeah, it is vaudeville. Yeah. But do you think she talked like that all the time? I feel like eventually maybe she just couldn't turn it off. Probably. Well, Everything actually, was a double entendre. Just like a transatlantic accent fell out of favor. Mm. After we... After the haze code? After the, after the World War II, I don't know. The World War II. <laughs> you know, the, the thing, the thing. The thing that happened, a big thing. Yeah. No big one. <sighs> okay. Um, any other films you guys watched this week? Um, I did watch Shanghai Express. Which is uh, Marlene Dietrich and Anna Mae Wong, who I don't think fits this category, mm. but I like to bring her up because she's a she's a pretty good actress from back then. She was basically a female Asian character in absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they couldn't get Mickey Rooney, yeah, and they made a she made a career out of it. Actually, in Shanghai Express, mm. it's like 
I think she's the only legitimate Asian person. No, there's a few other guys, I think. But there's some leading roles, and it's like, really? Yeah. Like, are you really, this is going to work for you? Like, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. And it didn't. It didn't work. No. No. And it but, doesn't uh, age well. No. <laughs> I don't, I, I can't picture anybody believing that back then, but I, I whatever. I, don't I know. think there was less of a focus on, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Realism? So, I was going to say realism, but, like, simulacra. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. You guys it are doesn't matter. Throwing the some five dollars. Anyway, I think yeah, it was less. It it needed to be less realistic. Maybe I don't. Or know. like it didn't need to be as realistic. Is what I mean. Um, have you guys seen Shanghai Express? Nope. No. Oh, it's pretty great. It's about uh, Shanghai Lily, mm. who is the restaurant. Uh, Miss <laughs> Miss Dietrich. Uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, it's about a a train, obviously, because it's got Express in the title. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's about sort of nefarious, uh, you know government pawns being moved around whilst on a train oh. and uh you know some people get kidnapped some people get murdered God, mm. nobody can escape the bullets on this um what else goes on in <laughs> uh well i don't give the whole thing away people oh, should okay. watch Shanghai Express. but we've got some other things we can talk about was here. um was she was she especially broad like in this oh yeah she film? is she is the Dare I say she's she's the main force of the entire uh, the entire thing. She helms it. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's some friction, which is the main sort of plot of the movie. But she's yeah she's she's in she's in there. She's in. And in the end, true love wins. There's an, a broad that we haven't spoken about. Mm -hmm. Tommy. Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, I oh. was going to bring up the African Queen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That would be so awkward if someone didn't know that was the title of a movie. <laughs> That's yeah. her nickname. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, I would say she's decidedly unbroad like in the African Queen. Yeah. Uh, maybe. She's like a. It kind well, of. Maybe they not. trade some kind barbs. Of, yeah, it kind of it starts high and then it sort of breaks down by the end. I kind of just wanted to talk about the what scene where she's singing in church. <laughs> well, I just feel like this movie is kind of a train wreck, and I thought that the first time I saw it. And you I thought, think it is? oh my God, it just devolves into sort of sadness. Like it just, it just, it just down, down, down. Well, on that little boat. Yes, they, yeah, the boat, you know, goes through it. Yes, they find love, but I, do they make it out alive? I don't think so. I've seen this movie and I don't remember anything I about it. I thought they it, were so. like saved, like in the, at the last hour. Oh, I don't, no, I, thought, I don't know. I watched a, a cut, like a made for TV cut with commercials. Ooh. And, well, uh, that'll make any film seem boring. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It was sad. But uh, yeah, she uh, herself as a character, because her and her brother are like missionaries, mm. um, and he dies mm -hmm. at be the beginning of some horrible disease, and I think it's revealed that he like didn't think she was good at anything, so just like took her along to be a missionary with him, and she was just kind of like, well, now I'm stuck, I, and did, things are war torn. And I think she. I thought she had a husband. Because I remember thinking, like, you can't just switch. Like, you need to go through the proceedings. They do all the time. I know. Yeah, I was a younger man then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you didn't uh, know the ways of the broad. No, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, she fully just switches. Switches hmm. what? Men. Well, no, I think that was her brother. I think that she... Well, no, Humph Humphrey Bogart was the love oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> the guy before. No, no, no. I think she had, a, like, a far-off husband. A far-off? Like, you were correct that that was her brother. Oh. But uh, I, I believe she was a, a married... 
I married well, ladies. You go down the passage. rapids with anyone, you'll fall in love with them. Oh, Apparently. Absolutely. Mm. That's a, My whitewater rafting trip was very awkward. <laughs> I don't know if this is anachronistic or like me projecting, mm-hmm. but I get queer vibes from a lot of these broads. Oh, yeah. Like a, Marlene Dietrich, one of the bisexual icons of our time. Mm-hmm. Our time. <laughs> of our yesteryear. There was there's some speculation about her and her co-star Anna Mae Wong mm-hmm. from back then. Ooh, there, I feel like Scandalous. there's always speculation about Marlene. She, Marlena. Yeah, I think so. Marlena. Shh. Um, Should why, we, do you get a are you getting a sapphic vibe from Catherine Hepburn? Oh, big time. Ooh. But maybe it's just the pants. She does her yeah, insistence on pants. pants. She does, yeah. like pants and <laughs> I'm thinking of her Kristen Wiig impression of Catherine. <laughs> she's like, I love uh, sunshine. <laughs> it's um, like menacing. Yeah. Should we talk about Casablanca? Sure. Do you guys, do you guys, is she broadening it in there? Nah. I would say is no. In- Ingrid Bergman? Would, she's like the opposite. She's a, that's that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Because, I don't know, is like, is it just about manly men doing manly men things and she's around? No. No? Uh, no. She, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because there's, there's a pretty big lack of control there. I yes. Would say. Yeah, she's really swept up in. Yeah. But she is it just because she's such a good actress that I'm like, I don't want to say that she's just an a, a like powerless fixture May, of maybe, that Maybe, I don't know. I will be surprised. I, will say I, I kind I, of started thinking about it today, and I never had really sort of applied this idea to it. But I do wonder if, you know, I don't know. I was surprised because I pop culture has led me to believe that Ingrid Bergman was like, I was a powerful role in that. Mm-hmm. When I watched, I was like, she basically goes like goes with the wind. She <laughs> she doesn't do anything of her own accord really, and then all of a sudden falls in love with Humphrey Bogart. Mm-hmm. Great voice though. Yeah, oh, great, beautiful oh, voice. Rick. Like she's just so, but she's oh, also Rick. so. She needs a lot of she needs a lot from men in that movie. Mm-hmm. I also think it's it is kind of difficult because I remember watching it and just I think I had seen every single part of that movie in some other way, mm. you know, like joked about or yeah. on the Simpsons or you know, like some recreation just yeah. again and again. So it is also hard to because it is like a very source text for mm. all of this movie stuff, right? But I don't know. I, th- I, I kind of thought of that today because I was trying to itemize who was in this list and out. Yeah. And I was like, I, I think I found this uh, giant list, which is on Wikipedia, of all the quote unquote classical Hollywood cinema actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got a lot of, like, there's some names on here that I kind of didn't expect, but some other names that, like, kind of make sense. But it's just purely, like, starting a movie from this time to this time. Mm. So that's kind of what I was using to to start off with. We also haven't talked about Judy Garland. Nope. And she's one who I feel became abroad in later life. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, A Star is Born is full broad. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, Meet Me in St. Louis, she's got tinges. I would even say she's not even as broady in A Star is Born as she, like, when she has her own show. Mm. And she's just a full swaggering, like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Puff, a bit puffy. Oh, a bit puffy. Well, who hasn't <laughs> like, had their demons with drink before? <laughs> and the, and the occasional pills. garbage. But, yeah. but a lot of good bow ties also. Oh, yeah. A lot of good neckwear. 
That neck is always heavily adorned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, because I wanted to talk about her. I think we've talked about pretty much everyone else. What about Ginger Rogers? I would say no. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Too I, peppy? Maybe, yeah. I don't, mm. I don't want a lot of energy for my bra. <laughs> <laughs> I want like to it. sidle slowly <laughs> down an aisle. <laughs> um, friend of the show, Andy Beisel, wants a shout-out for texting me to ask what movie we were talking about. Andy... I don't feel you deserve it, but I have just done it. What was it? Casablanca. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, the, pretty much the most famous movie of all time. Never heard of it. Um, someone, you had on, someone you had on your list, Jeremy, mm -hmm. was Vivian Lee. Mm -hmm. And I, I, do we just think this because Scarlett O'Hara in uh, Gone with the Wind is that, so difficult? That's, that's kind of why I put it down. Because I, I was also trying to think of, is she on this list or not? Because Scarlet is, mm. I, I I I don't see I don't see how she couldn't be, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, other than that, Gone with the Wind also just fizzles out for Jeremy. Does it? Yeah. Well, is it because it's twelve hours long? Maybe, but uh, you know the, the the sort of logical endpoint with the sort of the act one. I'm always so impressed by mm. in all manner of ways, and then act two just kind of. Because Act One ends with her being like, I'll never go hungry yeah. again. By yeah. the red earth of terror, I'll never go hungry again. Yeah, yeah that's a great You know, just, and, you know, it's, it's such a famous ending. It's such a well-known ending. And, again, you know, I knew it before I saw it. So maybe that was the big, but people were shocked, right? People were absolutely floored that he just leaves. Mm -hmm. And, where will I go? What will I do? <laughs> That's good. Well, you'll never go hungry again, so it's not a big deal. But That's nice to hear. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, I put it on the list just because I felt like it sort of, you know. It, I'm also not as familiar with her other work. Yeah. So that's it's, part it's, of it, it's, too. It's, 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 I, I, I looked into it today, and of what I've seen, I think it's an accurate statement. Mm. But prove me wrong, listeners. Also, we didn't talk prove about fashion being a part of it. Because mm. I feel like there's a certain element of, like, glamour. Or like highly accoutred. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the verb version of accoutrement. So this definitely accoutred. accoutred. <laughs> anyway, I don't, again, this could just be my obsession with Mae West coming through. Oh yeah, well, with diamonds in wine, she was wearing a cobwebbed themed evening dress, and she just would be like, "Bula, get my beads." <laughs> <laughs> That's the tattoo I want. Beulah, get my beard. Yeah, she also at one point just like, Beulah, peel me a grape. <laughs> She's so rad. And then I she throws her. a beer bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she bottles someone. Oh, God, for like Not off. at someone, just like throw, you know, <laughs> I'm done with this. Oh, oh, good. As if to say, I don't want the refund on it. No, she's know? not. She doesn't care for that mm. deposit. Mm -mm. Well, I think that we can... Slip away from these ladies. Sure. Have you, the audience can think about these things. Do more research. Mm. <laughs> than we did. <laughs> more research than what Not we hard. have done. Um, what, what did you guys watch this week that was aside from these films? Um, I watched, this is, it's, it's actually last week, but I'm going to count it. Um, I watched, I'll allow it. I watched three movies that I would like to bring up. Wow. Two of which I did not finish and one of which I have seen before. <laughs> So, number one that I have watched and finished was, of course, Goodfellas. Oh, classic. Starring Ray Liotta, uh, Danny DeVito, and, why can't I remember his name, Robert De Niro. 
Um, Isn't Joe Pesci in that that's, too? Yeah, that's who it is. I screwed that up. Just that's a bunch right. of small... Wrong, wrong names. Talking. Anyway. But yeah, Jenny DeVito was yeah. not yeah, in like, Goodfellas. Wrong name. Uh, wrong name. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, wrong Italian. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I love this movie. And uh, there are parts of it that are so fun and parts of it that are so sad. And uh, some great camera work. And the ending is so not satisfying. I love it every single time because it's just so sad. And then I started to get into it. And uh, this was this dude's life. Like, this is exactly what happened in his life. And uh, his, like, memoir, which the book is ba- which the movie is based off of, ends in, like, how unhappy he is with his life. And he wishes he could go back to doing crime and all this stuff because his life was so much better, which That's is, dark. like, ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. The movies I did not finish, mm-hmm. which I watched seemingly because there was nothing else on. I'm looking at my Netflix last viewed activity. Mm. Underworld Blood Wars. Uh, <laughs> it is, is not that one title. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a colon. Is it a is it a sequel there's to a Underworld? Colon. Yeah, like with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah. She's oh back. At, she's back at it again. Wow, she's wow. running and she, she's doing blood wars. Now, yeah. Oh, honey. it's blood wars uh, now. She's running and she's shooting, and y'all should skip this because <laughs> it was not worth it. <laughs> the first one was like maybe okay, but after that it was bad. And then because I I keep hearing about this movie, I was like, fine, I will try and watch it. Mm. Trolls. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say Bird Box for sure. No. Uh, Something trolls. that's really been popping up in pop uh, culture is trolls. Trolls. It just—I don't know—it just keeps coming up. And man, oh man, did Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick not bring it yes. for trolls? Um, um, the have premise, you not been hearing that song for the last eight years? Do I want to know? Isn't it? Isn't it that like? That song that he sings, <laughs> like, I got this feeling. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's is a, that from yeah, Trolls? I feel like that's a yeah. Trolls song. It's like, oh, it's no, like it's... Pharrell's I'm Happy, except the yeah. Justin Timberlake oh. version, yeah. Um, do you guys know what the premise of Trolls is? Gargamel? They have gems in their <laughs> stomach. Or is that Smurfs? No, no. Yeah, that's that. That's that one. There's a tree that all of the Trolls live in, mm-hmm. and there's a race of larger beings who eat the Trolls to experience happiness. And at the beginning of the movie, all the trolls escape because they don't want to be eaten. Fair enough. Once, but, once a year, all these, I can't remember what they're called, these big guys, Gurgans or something like that. Gargamel. Gargamels. <laughs> the Purge. This is what they, <laughs> they do. eat what? the trolls. Troll yeah. And then... And they all get high? <laughs> no. Yeah, the just, trolls are a drug? They experience true happiness. I don't know what that means. The trolls are a sentient drug? <laughs> <laughs> so they all leave, and then this cook gets, like, ostracized because it's her fault that the trolls got away. And then a few of the trolls get kidnapped, and this cook takes them back to the prince to eat so he can be happy. And then the film becomes Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick working with one of these big evil things to try and love the prince so he can be happy without eating the trolls. And this I couldn't... Plot is I couldn't that was I, hard to follow. I couldn't finish it. I, there was, I was like halfway done. That's 45 minutes in, 45 minutes left to go. It's a two and a half hour... Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Let's not delve yeah. into that. And not to mention the fact, this song has so many... No, this movie has so many songs, it is ridiculous. They spent the whole budge on... Other music. Anyway, what are you guys watching? I've talked for four minutes. I have been um, got getting back into um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, mm-hmm. one of my favorite TV shows oh, um, okay. that I'm about a season behind on. And it just is 
so good. It's it's a musical TV show, which mm. is amazing. Um, and it, the season that I'm watching, which I think is the fourth season, um, really gets into her mental health and like starts to deal with mental health in some really complex and interesting ways. And I would just highly recommend uh, anybody check it out. Mm. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Some of it's on Netflix, maybe. Yeah, this has been recommended to me many times. It's I very good. I haven't taken the plunge yet, but I will. Wife of the show, let's check it out. <laughs> Reminder, Ellen. Like formal announcement. Please, wife of the show. Seriously. Please cue it up. Please cue it up. Um, so I took, uh, at the behest of your suggestion last week, I watched Sex Education. Uh-huh. And it is so good. Told ya. Mm-hmm. And Gillian Anderson is the milfiest lady in the world. Truly. She, uh, I hate to interject here. She is playing the Iron Lady on the crown. For real. Oh, I don't know how I feel about uh, that. that. Uh-huh. I'm into I love her, it. but I hate Thatcher. <laughs> I know, but how great will it see? It'll be good. Be It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Jillian Anderson be Thatcher. True. She also was playing, she's doing a stage version of Sunset Boulevard. She's so good. Oh, oh she's man. She's gifted. Um, she's so gifted. Um, Asa Butterfield is the kid, like the main I think it's boy. Asa. Maybe it's Asa. I, I could be wrong. Go yeah, on. It sounds better. Mm-hmm. Um... He also was the boy from the, with the striped pajamas. He was? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And he oh. is giving a different performance. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, he's great. The costuming, as you said, I didn't understand, but I did love it. Because I kept being like, is it the 80s? They're all dressed like they're in the 80s. They're all wearing like windbreakers and like pastel suit coats. But it works, and it's very bizarre. Um all of the all of his friend like his friend Eric has a great storyline mm-hmm. all of the characters that you think are like lame just like a jockey swimmer all have like i don't know secret lives that uh make them much better characters mm-hmm. cool. and i just very much enjoyed I told nice. you and i think y'all should watch it's I should great. check it out and also this high school's having a lot more sex i know than i thought Unless there's an undercurrent of it's, sex this at my is high not, school. This is not correct. Um, statistically, we're ha- we're all having less sex than we used to. Oh. So that's sad. Well. Maybe, so on that note. Maybe <laughs> said at the top of the show, us. being an adult is hard. True, Dad. Well, not or, as hard as we think. Boom. Ooh. Well, I'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song, Manitouna, for our theme song, and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on the CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. And have a good night. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. bye.